Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, the Prime Minister calls an emergency national cabinet meeting to address the growing threat of Omicron. Moderna says its booster shot works against the new strain. Medical breakthrough, new hope for kids fighting some of the worst cancers. Tennis superstar Rafael Nadal tests positive for COVID-19. And Australia holds off England's batsmen for a 2-0 Ashes series lead. This is 7 News. Jody Spears. Good morning. The Prime Minister has called an emergency national cabinet meeting to discuss the growing threat of Omicron, with masks, boosters and borders all on the agenda. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. State leaders are calling for the booster program to be accelerated. That's right, Jody. Good morning. Believing that the gap between second and third doses as it stands is currently leaving too many people exposed. As it stands, Australians have to wait between at least five months between second and third doses, but there are now calls for that gap to be narrowed to three to four months, with some doctors believing the Omicron variant is utilising that waning immunity. Prime Minister Scott Morrison calling an emergency meeting of the National Cabinet tomorrow due to the rising case numbers across the country. In an exclusive interview with Seven News, Scott Morrison says Australia needs to continue to adapt to the situation at hand. Now, of course, you're going to calibrate some of the public health uh, social measures that are in place, and I'm sure they'll say things about masks from time to time, and they'll give instruction and, and advice, and I think all of that's helpful. But what's important is we just keep going forward. We have to, we're living with it. Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly has reportedly recommended low-level restrictions return, such as masks indoors, something which Scott Morrison has agreed to. The Prime Minister has also revealed he is taking advice about whether to reclassify what it means to be fully vaccinated and whether that should include booster doses going forward. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. The New South Wales government is expected to hold firm on its decision not to reimpose restrictions as the number of Omicron infections rises. 2,501 cases were recorded in the state yesterday and Premier Dominic Perrottet continues to resist calls to bring back a mask mandate and QR check-in rules. New South Wales remains the epicentre of the outbreak with more than 2,000 active COVID cases in the area. 
Experts in Victoria are warning of a possible major increase in infections if public health measures are not reinstated. There are fears large end-of-year gatherings like the Boxing Day test could become super-spreaders. There are calls to reintroduce mask-wearing and to re-examine crowd capacity limits. Both New South Wales and Victoria are scrapping their 72-hour isolation requirement for international travellers today. Fully vaccinated arrivals into the states will no longer need to isolate for three days while awaiting the results of a PCR test. Instead, they'll only be required to get tested within 24 hours of arrival and to isolate until they get a negative result. Public transport users will be relieved to know the trains are back on track in Sydney after major strike action saw the network grind to a halt overnight. Thousands of services were cancelled at 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon before the entire rail network shut down from 8pm. It comes as workers ramp up their campaign over privatisation, safety and hygiene. Services resumed at 4am. The woman killed in a savage storm which swept through Sydney's northern beaches has been identified as grandmother and yoga instructor Sue Cobham. Ms Cobham died a day before her birthday when a tree was toppled by wild winds. Friends and family have paid tribute to her on social media. Two other women are fighting for life in hospital. Scientists are turning to ancient history to help police solve modern mysteries. In a world first, they're reconstructing the face of a 2,000-year-old mummy with the aim of using the technology to identify victims of murder or mass disasters. Dubbed Cleopatra Tia, this girl died 2,000 years ago. Her legacy could be to help find answers to identifying victims of crime and mass disasters in the 21st century. This is fascinating work. It really is helpful to us in forensic science. A team of Melbourne forensic researchers is conducting a world-first project on child mummies. They're using 3D printing and CT scan technology to reconstruct the face of Cleopatra Tia, whose remains are at the British Museum in London. This project is part of a major study of 14 child mummies, the only one that's occurred in the world. Based at the Victorian Institute of Forensic Medicine, the team includes a forensic Egyptologist, a toxicologist with printing expertise, an anatomy expert and a sculptor. They've innovated printing techniques to produce true replicas of the mummy's skull. Facial reconstruction is seen as an alternative to DNA, fingerprint and dental databases for mass disasters when victim identification can be difficult, including bushfires and plane crashes. Sometimes these don't work or we cannot find a link, say a reference sample of DNA, to compare against. Reconstructions would be compared against identity records such as passports and licences. Ordinarily, it can take months to produce a facial reconstruction. This project could see that process sped up to a matter of days for time-critical cases, including unsolved criminal investigations. On average, two bodies a year are found in Victoria that are naturally mummified, Reconstructing the face of a six-year-old girl who lived in the time of Queen Cleopatra could help solve those modern-day mysteries. This is a new approach, but it's also an approach that's founded in ancient science. Cameron Bowe, 7 News. 
Landmark new laws will force major search engines like Google to cut access to illegal and harmful websites. Under the Online Safety Act, major tech companies could be fined more than half a million dollars per breach if they fail to remove or block terror-related and child sex abuse material. The eSafety Commissioner will also have the power to reveal the identities of companies in breach with confidentiality restrictions lifted. The laws kick in on January 23. A new treatment breakthrough is giving kids with deadly cancers a much better chance at survival. By extracting tumour cells, growing them in a lab and testing their response to more than 100 different drugs, Australian scientists are finding more targeted treatments for patients. The Zero Childhood Cancer Program is being expanded thanks to federal funding. More than 1,000 children and adolescents are diagnosed with cancer every year. A pair of secret Santas has given some struggling families a very welcome Christmas gift. The generous couple walked into a Kmart store and paid off $10,000 worth of laybys just in time for the big day. Christmas has come early for Keandra Balaz and her young children. A toy truck and a toy car. Thanks to the kindness of strangers. That selfless act has done more for my family than I can even begin to explain. The mother of two is one of hundreds of Kmart customers who got a call to say a secret Santa has paid off their laybys. Instantly burst into tears and we went and picked up the layby. The anonymous donors with a $10,000 gift. Their only wish for employees to choose laybys that were Christmas inspired or contained items for children. I think the intent behind the donation was alleviating some of the financial pressures for families. New bikes. There was a bunch of like toy cars stuff and, and Paw Patrol and a bunch of other little bits and pieces. Pretty much 300 bucks worth of Christmas presents for the kids. The generous act is even more significant in a year that's been challenging for so many and will perhaps inspire others in the community to dig deep as well. It's pretty amazing the people that did it. Like, I wish I was able to do that for people myself. We really have a lot of people coming in and supporting our Kmart Wishing Tree Appeal that do it in smaller amounts, um, but every year they support the Wishing Tree Appeal. A noble deed putting smiles on kids' faces. Thank you, Santa. Sarah Jones, 7 News. This is surely a contender for the most Australian video of the year. A fisherman in far north Queensland hooking a bull shark only to watch a crocodile swim up and steal his catch. Sometimes you hook a shark and it gets eaten by a crocodile. Four metres long. Just an average day fishing up here. A hungry reptile nicknamed Boofhead by locals gobbled and swallowed the shark whole in under a minute. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,795 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 66 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.18 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. Pharmaceutical giant Moderna says a booster dose of its COVID vaccine is highly effective in protecting against the Omicron variant. Let's go live to reporter Miley Hogan now. Good morning, Miley. Finally, some good news with Omicron continuing to spread very quickly. 
Jody, good morning. Uh, Moderna says that its booster shot vaccine is safe, effective, and that it will provide a good level of protection for people in the US as we head into the holiday period and the winter months. Now, Moderna says from its preliminary lab test results that it shows its current approved booster shot, a 50 microgram dose, increased antibody levels against the Omicron variant by 37 times. When that dose was doubled, the antibody levels went even higher, more than 80 times pre-boost levels. Now, the company says it's up to US health authorities to decide if a higher dose should be given to people, and they were handing those findings over. But the data at this stage has not been published or peer-reviewed. Moderna says that it will publish those results on its website and make them publicly available. Now, health officials are warning that uh, we could see record high cases here in the US driven by Omicron. And at this stage, just over 61% of Americans are fully vaccinated. Jody. Okay, Miley Hogan, thank you. The death toll from a typhoon in the Philippines has surged to more than 370. Super Typhoon Rai hit the country's southeast, packing wind gusts of nearly 200 kilometres an hour. The storm has decimated communities, knocking out power to entire islands. More than 300,000 people have been evacuated from their homes, and with widespread flooding and landslides, there are fears more lives have been lost to the typhoon. Heavy snow has caused travel chaos in Turkey's southeastern provinces, a blizzard blocking roads, leaving drivers stranded. Many tried to push their vehicles through snowdrifts and around 30 had to be rescued. The roads to dozens of villages have been cut off and more heavy snow is forecast in the coming days. There's been a major crash on a highway in southern Germany, a truck slamming into a US military convoy, including two fuel tankers. Several people in the truck were injured, while eight US soldiers were taken to hospital as a precaution. Wood chips in the back of the truck caused the vehicles to catch fire. It took fire crews several hours to extinguish the blaze. A pair of Japanese space tourists has safely returned to Earth after spending 12 days on board the International Space Station. The billionaire fashion tycoon and his producer landed in Kazakhstan after making the journey home with a Russian cosmonaut. They were the first space tourists to travel to the station in more than 10 years, a trip rumoured to have cost more than $80 million. Tennis star Peng Shui has reappeared, apparently retracting sexual assault claims made against a Chinese politician. In the unverified video, Shui says she always feels very free and never claimed or wrote about anyone sexually assaulting her. But the Women's Tennis Association isn't convinced, arguing the appearance via state media does little to address concerns about her well-being. To Sport Now, and Australia has taken a 2-0 Ashes series lead after beating England by 275 runs in the second test. A frustrating last-day defence from the tourists crumbled as day changed tonight at Adelaide Oval. After taking 207 balls and four hours for his 26, Joss Butler proved his own undoing. It's hit the stubs. Butler is out. In extraordinary manner, probably the match-winning break for Australia. 
from six for 166, England collapsed to be all out for 192. Jai Richardson finished with five for 42 on his return to the test team. Joe Root's men needing a miracle to salvage their tour. So we've got what we need to win over here. It's just we need to be better. I mean, we can't keep making the same mistakes. The third test starts on Boxing Day from the MCG live on seven. The Perth Scorchers continued their unbeaten start to the Big Bash season against the Hobart Hurricanes. Curtis Patterson smashed five sixes into the crowd on his way to a rapid 78 off 48 balls. It's another fully same response. Over it goes again. Set 168 to win. The Canes' batting lineup never really got going, falling 42 runs short. Perth now jumped to the top of the ladder. Tonight, the Sydney Sixers take on the Adelaide Strikers from the SCG, live on 7 and 7 mate. Rafael Nadal's Australian Open hopes are in serious doubt after the 20-time Grand Slam champion announced he has caught COVID. The 35-year-old revealed his diagnosis on social media after returning home to Spain following an exhibition tournament in Abu Dhabi where he made his return from injury. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, low pressure with troughs will lead to showers and storms over parts of WA, the Northern Territory, Queensland and northern New South Wales, while drawing warmth into the east. A front and trough across Tasmania will bring brisk showers, settled elsewhere with high pressure ridges. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 31 degrees. Partly cloudy, 29 the top in Sydney. Sunny and 29 in Canberra, mostly sunny a top of 26 in Melbourne. Cloudy in Hobart, heading for 20. Mostly sunny, heading for 26 degrees in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 30 in Perth. And showers easing and a storm likely in Darwin, 33 degrees. And that's 7 Early News.